welcome to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. We had a little dip in our radar, but we're back on top. All the GameStop guys know how the dip goes. <laughs> it's okay. Right. It's okay. You're That's back. Right. Everybody's back with Jazz Beats. We're here. We're Jazz Beats. I'm Jackson. This is Tyson. We're we're happy to be here. Yes. Thank you for the introduction there. The, the game last night was was a blessing to us. I was not looking forward to going on, coming back here on back to back losses. Um, so that was that was a good thing. We're going to talk about the games coming up. We've had three games since our last episode. We are back in first place after a little bit of a whoop, dip. Whoop, whoop. So that's yes. exciting. I love it. I knew we'd come back. Yeah, you called it though. I blame you for the loss on Denver. By I'll the way. take it. Yeah, because you said we'd lose. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. So. Don't deal those cards anymore. The next Denver matchup is going to be a big one because if if a team's tied at the end of the season, the tiebreaker is how they matched up head-to-head. Between those two specific teams. Yes, and oh, I wow. think we play them one more time, so we've each won one game. It'll be a big game. Where, where does Denver sit in the I West? I think they are the fourth seed. They were the fourth before we played them. Does that make them four times there. worse than us when exactly. we're in first place? Exactly. That's how I do my math. Math. <laughs> math. The math checks out. Or in Australia, in Australia, they say maths. Maths. Yeah, they have. They because it's. I, I've heard this because it's mathematics, right, not maths. mathematics. Yeah. You know, it's a bit weird. They're the four seed. There's three and a half games behind us. That's so close, really. It is. It, it, at the end of the game, at the end of this of the year, we always see this, but top between the top. Uh, I don't know, four or five teams. It's usually only a deficit of three, especially maybe in the four West. games. Yeah. In the East, it's like the top two normally, and then everyone mm-hmm. else is way out. Six yeah. games. Six games is a lot. Three games, I feel like. That'll be how it is, is again. Week. I mean, there are a game and a half between the fourth seed and the tenth seed right now. Man. So they're all fighting to get in. And they're going to do the, the playoff again to get into the playoffs like they did last year. They'll okay. take the top, like the eight, nine, and ten seed or something, and they'll do a little playoff thing, and to see who who gets the eight seed to go to the playoffs. It's kind of cool. That was done in the bubble though last year, right? Correct. Okay, so this year we presumably that'll be back in arenas. I would think so. I don't okay. know if they're going to do it at a neutral place like that, or or what's going to go on. It, it, I think they should do it in a neutral place. I think they should do the pre playoffs. I'm calling them that in Las Vegas. That would be awesome. Wouldn't it be? I awesome? would go. Because, yeah, that's why I'd I want it there because it's close <laughs> enough that we could go. And I mean, Vegas, baby. Vegas. I mean, get lucky in Vegas. Everybody wants to get lucky in <laughs> Vegas. And I feel like it would. I mean, the the accommodations there, obviously, for all the teams to be there in one time at one time. Uh, and it would the, the television, the the public. It would be awesome. It'd be I, a lot of fun. I just hope stadiums are full by the time playoffs come back around. Speaking of stadiums, yes, we got a little bit more. Seat availability yeah. at the Vivint Arena. The Vivint Arena is expanding their seat seating to 3,900 fans. So they went from 1,500 to 39. Yes, uh, and the, it's going to be in the upper bowl, these right. additional ones. The upper so. bowl. So previously it was just lower bowl yes. and a few suites. So now if you are if you have access to, to tickets or trying to get access, this increases your odds, right? right. It's still limited to season ticket holders, I believe. Right. So if you know somebody who's got season tickets or um, or there's no or, if you know someone who has season <laughs> tickets. If you're looking for a, hook, a hookup, 
send us a direct message. We've got all types of contacts. We can hook you up for, for with tickets from ticket holders. Also, if you're a ticket holder, we might have people contacting us looking for tickets. So reach out. <laughs> um, <laughs> both both ends of that spectrum. We will be the middleman and make everyone's dreams come true. Just a small percentage commission will be applied to the right. To Very the small. <laughs> Much less than the government takes. One hundred percent. Uh, have they released the second? When are we expecting? I was expecting Valentine's Day weekend to have the second half of the season totally released. I think so too. So the season only goes through February right now. Right. They have not released the second half of the schedule. So I'm expecting uh, that weekend for them, or the or the Monday following, which would be the fifteenth. Valentine's Day falls on the fourteenth. Usually, always. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Sunday, folks. If you, uh, gentlemen, if you haven't got your woman something. She's looking for a jazz shirt. That's, That's right. what she's after. Or a jazz beats shirt, which are exclusively unavailable. Right. <laughs> to, to everybody. To everybody. They're unavailable right. ever. So I'm hoping that anyway, on the 15th of February, I would expect the NBA to release the second half of the schedule uh, for the for the for the remainder of the season. Yeah. Which is going to be exciting. Yeah. I think um, Jordan Clarkson, they interviewed him. And they asked him what he thought about the the arena expanding and, and more fans coming in. And he was excited for it. He was not um, intimidated by it at all. Right, he says, right. I want this place to be loud again. It's oh. weird playing in a quiet gym. Right. I don't think the crowd through the speakers affects them at all. I think they it's obvious that there's right. nobody there still. Right. Sure, sure. So he's like, yeah, bring it on. This will be awesome. This place will be loud again. So I, I think all the players are going to gonna want that back. Right? I mean... I mean, I would if I was yeah. if I was a player. I mean, that's why I play. I mean, part of my motivation is to entertain, and and they're missing that factor. Well, at the end of the day, a hundred percent of professional sports is entertainment. That's the only reason Fair it's enough. there, right? Right. You know, so, and I know there's TV and there's cameras still, but it's just not the same. It's it's really not. And I think the fans love Jordan. So, I can you imagine how much better. He's gonna be <laughs> when when there's twenty thousand people screaming for him when he's running down the court. Will he be more or less spastic out there? <laughs> I don't he know. already has he's a little so bit of that crazy. in him. So he's so crazy. Yeah, I like Jordan. He does dribble incredibly fast. Yes. And his step back is is like a it's not like a deep step back. He doesn't need a lot of space. I don't think he's huge on creating space. He just launches it up, and he just jumps faster than you're expecting. I think that's what it is. He he elevates really well on his shot, and he gets up so quick. Right. And he's he's wiry and, and explosive that he just doesn't need that room. The game, uh, he the broadcasters I was listening to against the Pistons compared him to a uh, little. Uh, who do they compare him to? Lou Will Williams. Lou Williams. Lou Williams. Yeah. yeah, that's who it was. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, you know what? He could score better than Will Lou Williams. <laughs> they said that early, and then a few minutes later, like, nah, he's better. He's faster, and he, can, he if he can, he's a scorer. He can put points on the back. Yeah, I think both of those guys have one thing on their mind, <laughs> and it's right. take that orange ball and put it in that in orange that, hoop. Right. And that's it. One of, one of his strengths, which I know he can shoot the three ball quick and release, and, and his percentages aren't incredibly fantastic from the three-point range, but for a sixth man they are. His little floater is dead on. Every, you know, not every time. I don't want to jinx it, but you know, when he gets in the paint and he's looking to maybe feed Gobert and he just throws it up, you know, uh, Mike Conley does the same shot. 
he's pretty accurate. Yeah. He, he very rarely hits the back of the iron and bounces it off. And it seems like he can get to that spot whenever he wants to. He gets right in the middle of the paint, right in front of the rim, and he just kind of weasels his way around until he it. gets right there. And then he's long enough and he's, he's I don't know, he's quick. skilled enough and quick right. enough that he can get a shot up there anytime he wants. So I would hate to defend him. It would be tough. It would be super frustrating. Um, super frustrating. So before we left you guys last week, we've played three games. We played Dallas again, back-to-back games. Right. Without Donovan or Favors. Um, thoughts on that game? So uh, last week we mentioned a Star Wars connection to yeah. the Jazz, and I'm going to mention it again. If you could clone a game, that would have been it. The Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Get it? Pun intended. You've been on the Star Wars <laughs> kick lately, <laughs> yeah, haven't you? Yeah. I watched okay. all the Star Wars during quarantine at one point this year. Okay, so anyway, that, that game was almost an exact cl- cloning of game one against the Mavs. Yeah. Uh, it was a little, uh, if I was a Mavs fan, I'd have been a little frustrated. I felt like sometimes their team players were just giving up. Did yeah. You see, did you see a little lack of effort on the other team and they're just so frustrated? Yeah, I think like, so. Man, we don't have an answer. And, and they don't. And I've heard um, people talking about Zach Lowe. I don't know if you know him, um, an NBA analyst. He's got his, his own podcast. He was talking about Luca and how much he this year has been whining a lot. Like, he takes time off just to whine about a play now instead of getting back or instead of doing something right. else. He, and I think Mavs fans are talking about the same thing. He's, Nobody he, wants to see that. No. he's. I think he's the superstardom is getting to him. He's expecting more of these calls that he's not getting sometimes. And so, in return, it's just uh, just – making a negative impact on his attitude right. on his demeanor and on his on his play and the problem with that uh, that i do see that i can and now that you say it out loud i i almost identify it easier and but when you're that player you that's contagious oh yeah that's cancer on the team you cannot have that uh it, it's just going to dribble down to the rest of the team and you're going to have more negative effects from here out so you can expect the mavs to play play poorly as long as he has that attitude I see that a little bit in Gobert at times as well. Yeah, sometimes he doesn't make it down at all. No. <laughs> Last night, the Pistons game, we were playing five on four for like 10 seconds into the <laughs> shot clock. Is that and here he... comes Gobert, comes down. He walks right into the rim and gets, gets a rebound. A rebound. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was thinking that same thing. I was like, what the freak, Gobert? Get off. Oh, oh, we still got the stat. Good okay. job, man. <laughs> yeah, he nailed that. But I don't like to see that either. I don't think anybody does. No. Um, the Mavericks game was was not close. Uh, we ended up beating them pretty easily. We looked, um, we looked good. And then Sunday happened. Sunday in Denver against a team that's that we have a little bit of recent history with. Um. Uh. And what exactly what I didn't want to have happen happened. That was the game that Favors and Mitchell came back. Yes. And with the recent attacks on Mitchell, the last thing I wanted was him to come back after two fantastic games and lose when he came back just because the haters are going to hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I knew they were going to be like, see, they're better off without Mitchell. And I haven't seen that yet, but somewhere someone's growling that, and, and that that drives me nuts. Mitchell wasn't even himself that game. Uh, true fans could see that. Yeah, no, Mitchell at 13 points. Total. Three for, th- three for 12 not a good game. Just a little recap. Um, the Jazz were down 30 points at one point in the game. 
Um, kind of chipped away a little bit in the third quarter, came back to within 10, maybe even eight. And we ended up losing by 11 after our bench was in. Our bench played well against right. their bench, which is no big deal. Um, you and Jazz, I, Jazz you, did not play well at all. No, you and I talked. The Jazz won the second half. Yeah. But the hole was too deep. Yes. For the first. Nobody played well. Everybody was shooting poorly. Bogey had a had a decent game. That's right. Bogey came back. But other than that, um, let's talk about Jokic a little bit. I mean, how incredible has he been? If you if you haven't watched uh, Nikola Jokic yet for the Nuggets this year, he's he's has so far been an MVP caliber season. He's been unreal. Right. And he he led the team back, or he led that he led the whole team the whole game like his attitude his his grit you it, it made everybody want to play harder because he was putting in the effort you know and he's hard to guard and i think he versus gobert is the hardest bigs matchup that gobert's gonna see in the nba yeah. but i think you can say that about anybody he's that good right he's the most dominant center we've seen in i don't know maybe since shaquille o'neal and the fact that he can shoot a three-pointer and yes. shoot it well, I mean, that's insane. But not only that, is I don't think I've ever seen a center or a guy his size able to lead a team like where the offense runs through them. Right. They are the guy, the go-to guy, and everybody knows it. I don't think that's ever happened at the center position where he can um, make plays for people. He's averaging eight assists a game or so. Which is great. He is unreal. Yeah, you got to I mean when you have him scoring a game like that, it's going to be hard for the Jazz to win regardless whether we're shooting well or not. It's going to be tough. Yeah, you look in the history of of the league, you, your best centers are Shaquille O'Neal, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, some of these guys, but you look at them and they did not affect the entire game like, like Jokic does. does. Yeah. I mean, they were they were there to do one thing is just punish people at the rim. Right. On the offense and defensive end. But this guy is making plays. He's shooting threes. He's passing incredible passes, backdoor cuts. He he does it all on the offensive end. And, if and, you had five of him on one team. Oh, man. Oh, man. What would you do? So he's unreal. He ended up with 47 on us. That's crazy. Crazy. 33 at halftime. He just absolutely destroyed the Jazz on Sunday. And not just Gobert. He destroyed the Jazz. Yes. And so, yeah, I... I discussed this game with a few other people some people couldn't even watch the game they had to turn it off maybe the jazz are getting a bit soft almost like they're snowflakes oh we win 11 in a row we can't watch us lose uh my buddy anthony talked to him at a game last night and he mentioned he thinks it was good for the jazz to have a little road bump have a little dip like you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast get reminded that there are players out there that are better there are teams out there that can win us so we have to be better. We have to be smarter and find ways to win teams that are better and players like that that are better. Like we got to find a way. I think this was good for the Jazz. I also think this is was good for Quinn. Um, I think Mike Malone, the Denver coach, has kind of figured us out a little bit. I agree. I think he that's made, where it comes from. He made an adjustment in Game Four or Five of the playoffs last year, and we could we had no no response, no answer for that. So I think he is has Quinn's number right now. So this is good for Quinn that so where he can go back to the to the tape, look, go watch film and see what he can do and what adjustments he can make to combat that because Mike Malone was all over it before that game. Yeah, I feel like as they were winning us 
the confidence from Mike Malone, Coach Malone was saying, like, yes, this is reassurance that I'm making the right decisions. Yes. And I think you're 100% right. If we can't figure that out and we match them in the playoffs at the end of the year, they will win us again. Even if we're the better team, they've got it figured out. They've got our system. They've got a way to stop our system. Yes. So I don't want to play the Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a little scared of the Nuggets now. Right. Um, I'd rather play the Clippers. Yeah. Easy. Which we get two opportunities back-to-back games this month. To That's going to be huge. Clippers and Lakers that week is going to be so fun. I wish we could go and watch in L.A. We play in L.A. one of the games, I assume. I don't know. Should we look? We, we must, right? We can't play three games in Utah. <laughs> Clipper, Clipper, Lakers. That's um, crazy talk. And their, their arena is still not open as far as I know. To fans. To fans. To fans, yes. Right. So we're at the Clippers both games, and right. then we come home for the, Lakers for the Lakers on the 24th. Perfect. That'll be a big game. Especially if we're coming off wins. Yeah. From the Clippers. So this, I think February is a real true test to see how we are, how we're doing. We're playing the elite teams of the league, um, which we should match up and be right there with them. So it'll right. be interesting. So the Denver game, it's done. It's in the books. We finally got a loss in there for February fine it is what it is it is what it is um we got out coached speaking of january you mentioned we're in february now january um where we went undefeated quinn snyder got the coach of the month fantastic which is pretty cool he deserves it right he and his skinny jeans i think your wife voted for him she probably <laughs> did <laughs> excuse me we weren't undefeated in january that's just when our streak was but um right we still had all all of our wins there. We had a, yeah at the beginning. So yeah. that's that's awesome to get notified of of being a coach of the month, which is which is not an easy thing, right? The Jazz are starting to get a little bit of recognition. I hope people can think we're legitimate contenders. I think people can't deny that now, even if you're unbiased. I mean, the numbers stand for themselves. What did Mitchell get? For, was he the yeah? So he Mitchell got an award. Got an well, award. Right? For 2020, he got the NBA Community Assist Award. For 2020? Yes. It's a bit early, don't you think? I mean, we're only in the second month. They're already going to call it. We're we're in 2021, <laughs> Tyson. Oh, right. We are in 2021. Okay. Um, we're going to cut that. We're not going to cut that? Okay. 2020 was so 20- detrimental that it, it just feels like it just keeps I- going and going and going. So, <laughs> I thought we yeah. were doing it. Community Assist oh, Award. Oh, jeez. Um, we all know Mitchell is is one of those guys who tries to um, influence people outside right, of basketball right. as well, and and obviously it shows. Yeah, I think people like him. He's hard not to like, even if you're not a fan. Yeah, like as a guy, he's 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 hard not to like. He's always smiling. He's always very enthusiastic and and outspoken. So yeah, it's gonna be good. I haven't seen him dump water on anybody's head. Maybe that's because of COVID water bottle on someone else's head. Yeah. Well, I noticed they all have their own Gatorade tanks or coolers next really? to them. That's dope. So I'm I'm waiting for him to just take one of those to a player. That'd be good. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. We're we're healthy, so maybe it has something to do with everybody having their own Gatorade. I need to get one of them. <laughs> get my own Gatorade. So Esky. We had two awards, Coach of the Year, Community Assist Award for Donovan. Right. Pretty cool. Um, last night's game, Tuesday night. Tuesday night's we game played against the Pistons, Pistons at home. Yeah. So after this tough loss, 
where we were down by 30 points. It should have been a lot. It was not as close as the final score shows. Um, and then how did we, we come out? Mitchell came out looking like himself, which was really important, I think, for the fans more than anybody. Uh, and for him. Maybe for him to get that confidence to know he's back in the game and that he's he, he is a vital part of the team. Uh, I thought we killed it. It was fun to watch. Uh, the passing was good. Um, the players looked like they were having fun again. Yeah. You know, I, I noticed a lot of positivity, smiles on the court, um, and chipping at each other's shoulders. I love that. I love to see the camaraderie. We got a little bit complacent. Oh, 100%. I feel like I saw the same thing in the Denver game for, for them. We got a little bit complacent in the third quarter, and they started chipping away. Fourth quarter comes in. I think they cut it to four. Four in the fourth quarter. After yeah. we were up by 25 earlier. It was funny because my my it was a late game. Yes. It was an 8 o'clock game. Um, I'm watching it in bed. We just finished. My wife and I finished doing some laundry, and she's gone to bed, and she's like, oh, what's this car? And <laughs> she doesn't sound like that. She doesn't listen, so we're fine. But <laughs> I, I'm like... It's it's ninety three to seventy two, and there's two minutes left of the third quarter. And she's like, "Turn it off, and go to bed. The game's over." And I was like, "Well, I don't, you know, I don't know." So she's not here. She, okay. Anyway, um, so so I'm like, I don't think the game's over. So and, and I don't like to turn it off anyway because I I believe in that stuff. So all that witchcraft. Anyway, so we started watching the game, and then the announcers are like, oh, it's a ball game, baby. This is the NBA. You're within 12. It's a ball game. And then sure enough, we just kept missing threes and missing threes and missing threes, and I could not believe the fact. I mean, I could have turned the game off at third quarter and thought, no worries. We got the game. But those threes by bogey, oh, my. He's never looked so good. <laughs> Did it remind you of the Bucks a little bit when he – Last year, yeah, when he hit that game winner, yeah, a little bit, right in the corner. Oh, oh man. man, and back to back. He, so Bogey <laughs> hit. They cut it to four, and it was like momentum swung their way. Jeremy Grant, we could not stop him. Right, he was getting to the rim, making mid range shots. Grant's a great player. He has been great. Their team was like, give the ball to Grant. Let Grant set up the play, yep. and Grant was calling the play. He was making the moves. It was all Grant. If we're talking about awards, he's probably leading the pack as far as it comes. Uh, most improved player this year. 100%. He's, they said he's averaging like 12 more points than he was last year. So That's crazy. Watch out for Jeremy Grant on the Pistons. Right. Other than that, they they struggle a little bit. But, um, yeah, we they cut it to four, and it looks like we have deer in the headlights look. We look like Turnover, we're... miss shots. Yes. And then all of a sudden, we get Bogey a look on the wing in the corner, and he just knocks it down with like two minutes left. Dagger. Next possession, bogey in the corner, knocks it down, <laughs> just back-to-back, back, stretched it out to 10, and then that was the game. I literally laughed every time it went, and I was like, oh, bogey, you dog. You it's dog, like he was bogey. just waiting for it, like, come on, come on, yep, chip, yep, six points, four points, okay, okay, let's watch. That's enough of that. <laughs> and it was, you know, it was like a moral killer for the yes. Pistons. I mean, Blake Griffin was furious. Did you see him rip his jersey in half that. as he walked off the court at halftime? Yeah. Why would you do that? It was probably one of those cheap ones from China, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. It wasn't him. It was just the lack of quality oh, right. of the jersey. <laughs> right. He's not tough at all. <laughs> I wonder if he's frustrated with his career where it's ended up. It seems to be going downhill pretty quick. I don't see him as an all-star in the books. No. Yeah. He's since that injury, I think right when he went to Detroit from the Clippers, 
he got injured, a knee right, injury or something, right, right. and he just hasn't been the same. I mean, you think of Blake Griffin, you think of explosiveness, um, right. athletic those, dunks. Those slam dunks. Yes, like, yeah, and he doesn't have that anymore. So I don't see it at all. I think that injury got to him. Yeah. Um, speaking of All-Stars. Right. Um, they've begun All-Star voting. Oh, have you put in your votes? I haven't today. I have. <laughs> I put mine in yesterday. All jazz players. Yes. Except for Grant. You put Jeremy Grant? No, I didn't. But I did put the Joker in because I thought, I mean. He'll, he, he deserves it. And it was the day after we'd lost yeah. to him, and I was like, got to give him respect, man. <laughs> and somewhere I hope other people are doing that for the Jazz, too. What are the odds that the Jazz get three All-Stars this year? And who's your third? I, I know who you're. Uh, I'm going to say it would be Mitchell, Gobert, and Mike Conley. Okay. Mike Conley was my very first vote in all the positions, out of all the players, 100%, 14 years in the NBA, no technical fouls. He's playing the best basketball of his career right now. I've heard that said by many broadcasters who have been watching him. I believe he deserves it, and if Mitchell doesn't make it and Conley does, I'm happy. I'm not, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's even an option, to really? be honest, oh, you, okay. that Mitchell makes, doesn't make it. Okay, okay, okay. I see Mitchell and Gobert, especially if we can maintain this this top two seed or so. Oh, man, yeah. Then they have to give us two, maybe three. Um, and you're right, Conley's the next guy. If we're talking about most improved, Conley has improved tremendously from last year. Absolutely. Um, did you catch uh, the Woj pod the other day? Adrian no. Wojnowski has a podcast. He's another analyst. How do you say his name again? I'm not sure. Oh. <laughs> Woj. Woj. Wojnowski. Is he Jewish by chance? He may be. Mm, okay. <laughs> but he had Mike Conley <laughs> on the on one of his episodes recently, just this last week. And um, speaking of no technicals, he asked him that. He says, Do you do you want to get a technical by the end of your career? Just, last just to get one? Just or is this like a, a goal of yours now? And he says, honestly, this is Conley. He said, In the game, I don't even think about it. Um, but he says, I do think I have developed this reputation for no technicals and no anything. So I think when I do say something to a ref, they're like, oh, it's okay, Mike. We'll look at it. We'll look at it, Mike. It's no big deal. <laughs> but like if anybody else even mentions the same verbiage and same tone as he does, it's, it's whoop, yeah, team it's like, up. Uh, back so. up. Back up. <laughs> so he's like, DeMarcus I think Cousins. I've kind of developed this, this reputation, so I get away with things now. And so... Uh, in the game against Denver, he actually fouled a guy who... Uh, the new rule of foul, like, um, what's the new rule where you can't foul a guy when they're running down the court? Oh, the clear path foul? Clear path foul. That's technical, correct? It yes. is. It is a technical. Yes. He f no, he that doesn't count as a technical foul. It's just treated like a technical. Oh, oh So it's, it wouldn't oh. count against Mike. Okay, because they almost called him on that. <laughs> and I, could, I saw him on the bench and he was like... <laughs> you know, he was nervous. You know what I mean? And uh, I thought, oh, is he about to get his first technical? This would be this would be all over the news. <laughs> all over the news. And then they're like, ah, common foul. And I was like, that must be why. Because it's Mike Conley. He's got that reputation. Yeah. They don't even dare give it to him because no. not only will that be on the news, but the official's name that gave it to him will be yeah. on the news He'll too. He'll be blacklisted forever. That's right. If you For, can say that. Can't even so, come. Um, <laughs> um, so I was going to say to you, um, you mentioned that in, it, when he was interviewed in the podcast, he didn't say he's out there trying to not get a technical foul. It, he just plays the game, right? Yes. I think that shows the type of character he has, though. You know what I mean? So, so like I, I coach a eight year old team, and I got a couple of players that are a bit rough, and they knock a guy down, 
and they just stand there and look at him. And I'm like, dude, help him up, man. Like, have some, have some sportsmanlike conduct. Have some character. Don't be rough on the guy and then, and then treat him like trash. I mean, be like, ah, I got you. It's, well, what if they made good. a good play before and it's like, you got to step over him, the Allen Iverson thing, mm. or flex on him. I get that. <laughs> They're well, eight. <laughs> having been the guy on the ground that gets stepped <laughs> over, not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, you're exactly right. He's not even trying not to get one. It's right. just who he is. Right. It's just his, his, it's his personality, his character, and I think that's why he gels so well with the jazz and, and why it's so easy for Mountain Mike to just be one of us right away. I think we just li- embrace him and love him because he's easy. Yeah. Um, they, the He also asked him about the Gobert and Mitchell kind of feud. controversy feud right, thing right, back right, when yeah. the the coronavirus the league was shut down right. yeah and he says you know i initially thought that that's why they wanted me on this team was to kind of be the uh veteran leader and that and he says me and a couple other guys actually went to them and said look we're we are only going to go as far as you two allow us to meaning i'm i'm taking the backstage i'm a i'm a 14 year vet i'm a been one of the best players in the league but I'm taking back seat to you two because you two are going to carry us. So you got to come together and 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 figure this out because wow, wow. we're not going to go anywhere if it, without you two. So wow. again, it just shows what kind of a guy he is. He is what a what a smart way to handle that because that makes them want to resolve it, want to step up the game, mm-hmm. accept the fact that we're spearheading this team, and if it doesn't go as far as we want, we got nobody to blame. But ourselves. Right. Wow, that's awesome. I love it. In your mind, have they done that? Yeah, yeah, okay. they have. Yeah, I think so. I, th- I, th- I think I, I, I don't know. I don't think anything. I don't see any leadership changes between their personalities on the court. But I definitely see the fact that they've changed their style of game and they're running it exactly how they're supposed to, and th- and they're doing what their job. So I guess so. I guess so, yeah. I did see a moment in last night's game. I keep saying last night, the, the Detroit game. Um, I think Mitchell made a pass to Gobert under the rim, and he either bobbled it or they were just miscommunication, and, and Gobert didn't cut when Mitchell thought he was going to, and they, we turned it over. And both of them turned and just, like, laughed at each other. Like, I don't know what happened or what went wrong, but but that was funny. Like <laughs> Really? Like, that's not going to happen. They were both smiling and, and laughing. So I think, for the most part, it's it's been resolved and... I mean, I, and they're both competitive enough that the goal is to win games, and they both know that, and right. it's not going to get in the way of winning games. When you want to win more than you want to hate another player on your team, it'll show on the court, and if that's the situation, it's showing, but I don't think it is at all. I, I think that they're I think they're the captain of our sales. Ah, bomb diggity. <laughs> they're, they're good. I love it. So our record is now 16-5, and five, still the first seed, in the West, as well as the best record in the league, um, with some big games coming up. February is going to be hot. It's going to be competitive. We're going to we play some tough games, so it's going to be interesting. It'll be fun to see the depth of our team and and the depth of other teams. Uh, the East is starting to to form a lot of high end players. Yes. So um, it'll be interesting to see how things play out back East. Uh, I'm I'm really feeling good about the Jazz, though. I mean, our record is right where we want to be. In this scenario, we're playing the Clippers in the playoff. No, we would play the we fifth play, seed, right? We play the eighth seed. 
eighth. That just seems so strange to say. So as of now, if the if the league ended now, we'd be playing the Rockets really? in the first round of the playoffs. That's a shocker. Yeah. Never played the Rockets first <laughs> round of playoffs ever in Jazz history. That's exciting. And uh, we could smash the Rockets. Just destroy them. That would be great. That would be fantastic. Be like a Jazz fan dream come true. Absolutely. Just killing the Rockets in the playoffs. Um, we're going to be there throughout the rest of the season just to keep you up to date and just fill your, your head with all these... All the best, all jazz the shenanigans stuff. that we got. And, you know, we we do have some guest speakers coming up in the next couple of weeks as well, so look out for that. And we hope you guys enjoy the podcast, and we hope you guys are getting good intel on the jazz from us. We appreciate everybody who listens. Uh, we want to make this experience as best as we can. We're actually even thinking, like, maybe give us some thoughts if we did a video of the podcast so you could watch it on YouTube. Apparently, that's like what all the bigwigs do, and people are recommending we do. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Jackson? I, I'm all for it. I think it'd be a ton of fun. Um, I think we'd get more interaction from people. Absolutely. Um, so it's something that we've been thinking about and tossing around. If you're interested in that, let us know. Um, we also are thinking about, in order to do that, thinking about setting up a donation account. If anybody is interested in, in helping out the, the show, because right now we, we do it for fun. We do it because we enjoy this. Um, but there are some expenses if we are to do that. So it would be great if that's at all a possibility. Um, again, no pressure, but we're thinking about doing some cool things with the show. So let us know if you're interested in some videos, some some uh, getting us on YouTube with the show. Yeah, support your favorite jazz podcast. That's us. <laughs> I mean, our accountant just quit because uh, there's uh, 100% of the money uh, going out and none coming in. So... Anyway, no, we're not about, we're more here about the fact that we love the jazz and that you guys love the jazz and that we can be with them through this journey of the first time in jazz history that they take a championship, 2021. Thank you guys for listening. You've been listening to Jazz Beats. I'm Jackson. This is Tyson. You're welcome.